The entire team at Emsolation want to acknowledge that we are gathered on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We want to recognise that we are recording and telling our stories on the stolen land of our country's first storytellers. We wish to pay our respects to all Wurundjeri elders and ancestors and to extend that respect to any First Nations peoples who listen to Emsolation. We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's continued connection to the land and waters of this country and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be. As soon as I saw her walk out, my whole body was just taken over by the Holy Spirit. And Michael Lucas. Fanny Bryce rose to fame, but then, of course, married an idiot, as all fabulous women must. This is Emsolation. The only disappointment was that the movie ends with Barbara singing My Man, an absolute oh, classic. Get yes, over and it. I know I can't. You're in Emsolation. Well, hello there, and welcome to Emsolation. My name is M. Rossiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, a maximalist power queen, a neurodivergent magic brain and a podcaster. And together with my best friend since I was 11, award-winning screenwriter, Mr. Michael Lucas, I bring you this podcast every week. Hello. Well, right now, I'm sitting in my beautiful hotel room in Palm Springs. We're staying at this, oh my God, it's called The Parker, and it is just this art deco maximalist, like, heaven. It's got the carpet from The Shining as well, just for that extra homey touch. Come and play with us. It's my... I've never felt more at home as soon as I arrived here, and I, like, I haven't seen one straight, not one heterosexual man. That's how you know. <laughs> We have so much to catch up on. Last time, obviously, we had the adventures of my bowels. This time, Michael and I have witnessed one, two, three, four Broadway shows since we last spoke. So we have to give you blow-by-blows of that, clearly. And um, I'm just having the best time. I've had one real homesick wobble. But other than that, I highly recommend going on a jaunt with your best mate. And look... I don't know when this is going to happen again because the build-up nearly killed me and the money, I just really underestimated how expensive America is. Like, you know, I'm having the night sweats, the palpitations and the anxieties of, God, that's a lot of money. But it's okay. I'll just take more jobs. I'll just work more. And every time I spend some money on something, I have to just quickly say to myself, don't worry, it's okay, like... Life is for experiencing. You're having core memories. When are you going to do this again? Do the thing. But there's so much weird guilt around it, isn't it? Like when I'm buying stuff for my kids or if I'm seeing things out for other people, it's fine. But when it's for me, it's like, oh, my God, the rationalising I have to do. But don't worry. I mean, (laughs) I'm getting over that quite quickly. So, yeah, what you're about to hear is our recap of our Broadway extravaganza. It was just, it was really for me also like it lit a fire under my flaps. I am so ready to tour. I am so ready for some live shows. Uh, Speaking of live shows, the Taylor Swift thing that I'm doing um, with Claire Bowditch and Kate Miller-Heike in November, and this isn't my show, I'm just singing a couple songs. It's sold out in 12 minutes, so they've announced a second show, which I think is already on sale. 
Hopefully it's not sold out again. So if you want to come, that's in Melbourne. It's happening in Melbourne in November and we will be announcing our Emsolation live show momentarily. So stand by for that. Happening in Sydney, but I'm definitely going to be touring a big Rage and Rainbow style show next year. Like this week has confirmed that. The show is being recorded on our iPhones, as you'll hear multiple times, because Ben and Zeke said our microphone technique was so crap last week. (laughs) I may have had a gummy or two before, okay? So they said just record it on your phones. Uh, So hopefully this is coming through loud and clear. I miss you all. I hope you're enjoying my adventures via social media and I hope that maybe it has inspired some of you to do something for yourself because I promise you, once you get here, the mum guild, the partner guild, the guild, it leaves you pretty quickly. (laughs) When you're sipping your first mimosa at 9am or cup of tea, whatever takes your fancy. All right, gang, enjoy this episode live from Palm Springs. Play the music. Starbucks at Home is calling on you to take extra time for yourself and hashtag fill your cup. It's time we all take a day dedicated to unapologetic relaxing, relishing in those long winter mornings at home and starting the day off just the way you want to, filling your cup, no matter how that may be. It comes as Starbucks at Home announces two new flavours to its range, Starbucks by Nespresso Smooth Caramel and Creamy Vanilla Flavoured Coffee Pods, bringing you Starbucks' signature taste of high-quality cafe-style coffee made from 100% Arabica coffee beans to enjoy in the comfort of your own home. Available now in supermarkets, nationally, in-store and online. M. Luciano and Michael Lucas. This is M. Salation. <laughs> what is wrong with us? Welcome, M. Salators. Michael and I are sitting in my hotel room in Palm Springs and um, we are literally both holding our iPhones to our mouths mm, and mm-hmm. it feels... Wrong somehow. I don't know why. <laughs> Considering this has been a mode of communication, holding phones and talking to each other that we have had for decades, I don't know why we just, we can't handle this. Unless we've got a lot of calls and unless we've had at least one technical issue and disaster, we can't trust it. It feels, it's too easy. I feel Look, naked. That's uh, what's happening. I feel, I feel stripped off my clothes. I feel unprofessional, quite frankly, says the woman sitting here in a T-shirt and no bra. <laughs> He's just checked my boobs to make sure. I did, I did actually. I, did. No bra. I couldn't help it. Oh, I've lost, I've just completely given up now. It's yeah. just here on, I'm a holidays M. I'm yeah. a, I bought a caftan today, yeah. officially. But we have so much to get to. I think also I'm thinking about how much that studio cost me and if we could just honestly make this podcast via holding iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> I should get all the it's money. It's a game changer. <laughs> okay, so the last time we spoke, oh, my God, it feels like... And so many lifetimes. <laughs> oh, shit. So since we last spoke, gang, we have seen Some Like It Hot, MJ the Musical, 
Hades Town. Hades Town and Funny Girl. We have four very different shows. What a spread. And each delivering its own thing. So I'll let you start. Some Like It Hot was the first one we saw. My least favourite of it, of all of them, I have to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. not surprising mm-hmm. in some ways. Yes, yeah, stage adaptation of the classic film with Marilyn Monroe with some with some uh, modern updatings, but very sort of elegantly done. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, we got all the understudies. We got the understudy understudies. Like when you open your program, they have the apology list. Yeah. And it was just like, it was an essay. Everyone was, I'm like, is anyone here? Is anyone going on for this musical? We were seeing it on a Tuesday night. I think that was... <laughs> There were some brilliant comic performances, if only I could remember their names. Do you know what? I can't remember anything about the show. Oh, really? I am sitting here desperately trying to recall something that happened. Was there tap dancing? Oh, lo- oh, hang on. Oh, no, that was... No, that was... There might have been some of it, but that was more Funny Girl. There was a lot in Funny Girl. Was there any tap dancing in Some Like It Hot? I'm not sure. Oh. For me, what was great, it was it was about the friendship between the two main characters and, and they go on the run. I can't I mean, remember. Who were the oh, yeah. two main characters? They were <laughs> these two Oh, performers. the guy from Smash? Oh, yeah, yeah. I he remember him. Brilliant, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he and his partner in crime. That's right. Yeah, they're, they're yes. a double act, a singing, dancing double act, and they accidentally witness a mobster uh, drama thing and That's they have to right. go on the run, so they pretend to be women and join an all-female all band. And what's really been teased out in this version of it is that one of them starts to realise that they're more comfortable. As um, a woman. Yes. Yes. And I thought that was really well That's done. That's right. No, I'm remembering it now. It was great. <laughs> she loved it. I did love it. But it was so long ago. But uh, also it was not, you wouldn't say it was one of those musicals that was all about the singing. And as we've quoted constantly this trip, M likes singers. I am a singer and I like singers. I do not choose to listen to people who cannot sing. That's a Whitney Houston quote. Ben, please insert said Whitney Houston quote. We, have, we, we say it every hour. Pretty much. Um, I listen to singers. I very rarely listen to people who cannot sing. Yeah. <laughs> so that was great. And then, oh, my God, what did we do Wednesday? Hades Town matinee. I, again, all understudies, but I loved Hades Town. Adrian and I yeah, were... Yeah, besides yourselves. Was that when we got really drunk? We really did. We ordered... <laughs> We ordered double vodkas and they were free pour double vodkas. So essentially what you're talking about is imagine oh like gosh. when you used to go to the cinemas and you, you used to order cups? like a jumbo Coke, it was literally in a Hades Town cup. 100%. Imagine that, but all vodka all and vodka. just a little bit of tonic at the top and some ice. I don't believe there was tonic involved. I was strobing out. I was so drunk. Anyway. But Adrian but and I... That had... you're in heaven. You're oh. in heaven. I really liked it. I really liked it. It wasn't It wasn't my favourite. You were picking before. apart the book, Mr Writer. You weren't satisfied. <laughs> no, I liked it. But it was a, it's the Orpheus myth. Yes. Um, which is a myth that I have... I think it's maybe that I've had to study that myth, myth ex- extensively. Yes. <laughs> and I was a little bit like, oh, my God, this again. <laughs> uh, but it was amazing staging and amazing singing. And it got me in the end. It really did. It did. I cried. You cried. I, and the woman who plays the narrator, Miss Hermes, is that the name of the character, the sage? Can't remember. She was phenomenal. Mm, and mm. she does this one line where they talk about even though you know that death is coming, even though you know that it's going to end, you still oh, put, that's right. put your head on the yes. chopping block. You still yeah. go forward even though you know how it's going to end badly. Yeah. 
And I, even now I'm getting goosebumps. And yeah. I'm like, it's a metaphor for life because we all know how this is going to end, but we all still keep fronting up every morning and just trying to make good shit happen. I was very drunk. But it hit me in a way that was meaningful. It really did. We also moved hotels. We did. And, of course, on that Wednesday night there was the infamous we, I went back to Marie's crisis. <gasps> right. Was that Wednesday night? I can't remember. I, I think, think it was. <laughs> Wednesday. I yeah, think it was. We it had was, dinner yeah. at the restaurant at the new hotel. Yeah. And then. That's right. It was Wednesday night. I was oh, right. that's right. Because I said to you too, I wish you well, I bid you adieu because mm. I had to go to bed. Mm, mm. So I'm lying in bed. I was talking on the phone to Scott and I get capital letter text message from you. Mm. And you can take the story from here. Tell me. <laughs> well, so Adrian go said you were being, um, and I quote, a little bitch walking there. He said uh, you were complaining the whole time. Okay. So the context for this is. Adrian was tired on the night when Em and I went out. Yes. So he oh, yes. Had a night in, and and he missed our visit to, to Marie's crisis. crisis. Very gay piano bar where you go down this little basement and a sassy gay sings yes. is on a piano, and you all do a big group sing alongs of Broadway musicals, and it was religious for both of us. Oh my god! And it's a very special place for me, and it's weird that neither you or me nor he had been there. Yes. And so I went with you, and then we ended up being out to two o'clock in the morning. Great, greatest night we've ever had out together. Amazing. Yes, yeah. we were completely on the same level. I was really feeling it a couple of days later. I didn't quite Same. recover from that. Oh, it took me three days. And then so Em was like, I need to turn in. I'm, and I, that is how I felt too. I needed to turn in. But Adrian was like, oh, no, this is the only night we're not going out to theatre. I want to go to Marie's Crisis. And so I felt this intense pressure to like, how can I deliver something great when I knew I didn't have anything in the tank, nothing in the tank. And I just felt woozy and weird. And so on the way there, I was constantly questioning, is this crazy? I am not in the mood for this. It's not going to, I don't know. I just can't. I actually had a wobble where I'm like, I think I need to go back to the hotel. (laughs) We got there. There was, we had to wait a little bit, but there was no massive line. They said there's a two drink minimum. And I was like, oh God, I don't even have an image of that. But then then, we went down. Oh my God. I can't believe it. We're waiting to order a drink. And then Adrian goes, hey, just like, a metre and a half in front of us sitting right by the piano. Is that Lin-Manuel Miranda? Shut and it fucking, fucking was. Dun, dun, dun. It was. Who's Lin-Manuel Miranda for those who don't know? <laughs> and quite frankly, if you don't know, no, I'm out of why are you here? He's the composer and the original star of Hamilton. Mm. And, and in Canto and in the Heights and, oh, like, everything, yeah. everything. It's amazing. Uh, uh, we don't talk about Bruno. Bruno. I mean, there's yeah. so much. Uh, uh, Moana, I mean, my So he's there. Well, we won't talk about Mary Poppins that much, but uh, all the other ones Mary amazing. Poppins. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. He's there and and so I text him. Oh, my God, capital letters, bitch. Yeah. Lin my Miranda. It was really hard, though, because I didn't know how, like, I just needed, you just needed to decide for yourself. No, I, felt like I, just I texted you the back information. so many times, should I come, should I come, should I come, and you didn't confirm. And I thought to myself, if it's that good, he would be like, get here now. But my part, my reasoning for that was, like. I would have bullied you into being there. If the, if the well, situation also, was reversed, I would have been like, get out of bed. Really? Get dressed and get to this place. You'll regret it so much. Oh, well, I felt like what happens if you, like, get up and everything like that and then he just walks out and leaves? And And that's what I was thinking. I I genuinely... And also that did happen in the end. Like, when he started... uh, Anyway. Keep going. Right. It was initially doing quite obscure musicals like Sweeney Todd, but Mm -hmm. then it got on to Rent. Oh, my God. I can't believe I missed that. Les Miserables. And then finally, Hamilton. I can't believe it. I I can't believe it. It was bizarre. (laughs) 
We sang the first song, Alexander Hamilton. I think we sang um, Not Throwing Away My Shut. And we sang the Skylar Sisters, which was probably my favourite. Wow. I know, unbelievable. And he was there with his dad. He was there with his father. We deduced that it was his father's birthday. I think they had been celebrating for a while. <laughs> and he was there with this woman who was incredibly affectionate with, and we confirmed his wife, his very long-term wife. I love you two wife. Google imaging searching his wife we were. in the bar. We were. And taking secret screenshots of him. I'm not proud. I am. I've posted them already. Ben will repost. Oh, yeah. No, oh, I no, 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 Instagram don't. Stories. Oh, don't do that. Oh, I no, did. I'll never be allowed back in. Hey, why not? It was you. I didn't tag him. No one's going to dob us in. Diva dobbers wear nappies. Snitches get stitches. Okay. No one's dobbing us in. Anyway, what a moment in time. <laughs> and also, but like, yeah, I, and part of me was so relieved because Adrian has heard the legends of every visit to this place and truly there was no way that I was going to be able to deliver anything. But in the end, he's walked out with the amazing. title. I mean, it's untoppable. It's untoppable. It's I can't amazing. Think. If Bet and Barbara themselves were there, that maybe tops it. I'd just. be dead. I'd be dead. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd need resuscitating. If Bet came down, just Bet. I don't even need Barbara. If Bet mm. came down, Barbara wouldn't do that. That's un, not plausible. It's dirty. Bet would. Yeah, maybe. she would. She would get. She began her career in a bathhouse. Oh my god! I mean, she would definitely come. Heaven. So that was a Wednesday night, and then Thursday night we went to see the musical that shall not be discussed. Michael Jackson, MJ. I want to pay credit to the actors on stage. You and I, like, those people, fucking hell. Mm. That's all we'll say. That's all we'll say. So finally, funny girl, as we all know, <laughs> if you've been following this podcast, I had to book twice in the end and change the tickets because we I first booked one that ended up being the understudy, but finally we got to see Funny Girl with Leah Michelle, oh. the probo but very talented star of Glee. And fair to say, we loved it. <laughs> We loved it. We loved it. That bitch ate and left no crumbs. She fucking hoovered it up. I got full body chills. I was weepy. She nailed every. She was funny. She fucking was like Barbara reincarnated. But imagine a drag queen impersonating Barbara. So perfect. Mm. And she had so much chemistry with the guy who played Nick. Em spent a lot of the time speculating that there must be an affair in real life. 100%. So, which I hope she sees that as a compliment to her acting. I totally feel like there was a showmance. I was watching them, I mm. told you, when they were mm. off stage, mm. when the kissing scenes were ending and they were on the round and they'd spin and no one in the audience could see them except me because I was obsessively staring at them. They, they maintain the kissing. I mean, unless they're method actors. Can I just say, the one time I had this once before, side quest. Yeah. When Rent was on. Yeah. My friend Megan Marshall was obsessed with rent and used to go for the $25 tickets all the time that you have to line up. She was obsessed. Wait, are we talking original cast, Adina yeah. Menzel, Tate? No, 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 no. I'm talking, I'm talking about the Australian cast. Oh, Australia, right, right, okay. But she went all the time to the extent that the cast started to recognise it. Oh, God. <laughs> and she started saying, Megan will be wrapped, you've said both her first I believe yeah. that Roger Corsa yeah. and Christina Nu are on together. And we were like, you just want to believe that. She's like, no, I watched them. I watched them. This sounds just, this sounds gross. She's like, see them coming out of the theatre. And we were like, anyway. They ended she up having right. a child together. Yes. Zippy, Zipporah. That's right. Yeah. No, she was totally right. She saw it. She I'm saw telling it. So... you. Pff, sparks. There were sparks. And the pashing, like, it wasn't a thin-lipped, closed-mouth affair. Mm. And this version had had a script punch-up. It was so funny. By Harvey Feinstein. Very important to say that correctly. <laughs> Very important to say that correctly. Hilarious writer and comic. And, and he'd really, there's a character of the stories about Fanny Bryce who was a vaudeville star mm-hmm. who came from very humble beginnings and in Brooklyn and then rose to fame, but then, of course, married an idiot, as all fabulous women must do, um, all the ones that we love anyway. 
Except Barbara. Except Barbara. Hit the shade. And Ben, actually, Ben and Barbara picked well. Hit the shade button, please, <laughs> Ben. No, I'm not. You know what? I, I agree with you. It happens. I just, I just mean the... No, I know exactly. Anyway. Who you mean? Anyway, um, the character of Fanny's mother yes. is just the quintessential Jewish mother and perfect performance by an actor I respect so much I can't say their name because I don't know her. But Do you want me to find out? The gags, yeah. superb. Just superb. Oh, it's the, the three older Jewish ladies were oh. hysterical. It was just... It was heaven. Oh, my God. It was God. so funny. We were laughing so much. We and were. The moment, because the first person on stage is Leah. Yeah. First, mm. and as soon as I saw her walk out, like, my whole body was just taken over by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like, I can't even tell you. I was mm. just like, I don't care who she didn't look in the eye. I don't care whose wig she allegedly shat in. I don't care how difficult she was. Is me and Lee Michelle right yeah, now. I'm in the presence of a star. <laughs> She's a fucking diva. Yeah. Like sh- the talent, uh, the singing. The I singing. love the, oh, She's I like a singer. Singers. singers. Yes. It was an honour. It was something that we will always remember that we saw her do. And it truly was. Also, can we just say they were filming it? It was being preserved oh, for some sort of national registry. She, it, she knew. That she bitch knew. was on that night. The voice is incredible oh, because. Flawless. It's flawless, but also there is not one skerrick of wear and tear to it or anything like that. I was veins. No veins. No strain. It's crystal and oh it's, God. I mean, I know it's not effortless, but it just feels like it just oh floats out of her. And those songs are tough. Hard. And no note too difficult. Because they were written for Barbara. Yeah. Who can, I mean, bitch can, she's a singer. Singers. Singer. You love singers. Do not listen to people who cannot Don't sing. sing. Actually, I do all the time. <laughs> yeah, you do love a non-singer. Yeah. No, I couldn't fault it. It was like it was like it was a recording. It was so perfect. Mm. Not one note, not mm. strained or dropped. Or I think it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Like mm. my God! And we were we were expecting to love her, but not so much love the entire production. But no, we were in. And it's closing in a week, so the sh- the mm. the actors you can tell are all kind of really taking it in and having a great time. And mm. you know, you start to really realise you've been part of this amazing thing, and it's r- winding up. And you could just see plus the cameras, like she was on red light performer. Uh, and I can't tell you the stressing when we sat down and got our programs and opened up to see. Oh, there was a little clip. There was off, a moment, bit of photocopy paper, said, which means an understudy. Oh God, I know what's going on, and I couldn't. But we opened it, <laughs> and thank God, thank God, it was someone we didn't even know or care about. Oh, every t- and every time they made an announcement over the PR, oh, you, you, you would freeze. Well, halfway through, MJ, one of the cast oh, got right. replaced. Yep. Something happened. Something happened we at half time. Mm. Whatever they call it, intermission half time. Right. It's not the football. <laughs> I am sport. So... I think I have to say Funny Girl was my favourite mm. just because she is such a talented bitch diva. My God. Mm. She, like, oh, I cannot even. Oh, oh, it was so good. So that was it. Funny Girl for me actually had the story that I appreciated the most as well. Like, oh, okay, Mr. Writer. He was happy with the book on this one, everyone, is what he said. No, but I mean, all of them had, you know, interesting stories in their own way. But I was, I really cared about it. I really cared about Fanny Bryce and I really, you know, and I've seen that movie a lot. I mean. What? (laughs) Hi, gay. Hi, gay. (laughs) The only disappointment was that the movie ends with Barbara singing My Man, an absolute classic. Yes, and I know I can't. All you've talked about. It's not in this version. I'm telling you, Barbara barred it from the musical. 
Okay. No one sings that but Barbara. Okay. I'm telling you. All right. Oh, my God. Marcello goes on about the same thing. Anyway, we saw it the night before Glenn Close went to see it. I'm not going to be ignored, Dan. We did. <laughs> That's not relevant to anything, Barbara really. hasn't seen it, though. Has she? She hasn't. <laughs> not that we know of. Oh, she would have posted something if she went. Or, well, or... Leia would have posted something. Oh, 100%. Went. She sent a note, mm. though, didn't she? She did send oh. a note. Yeah, Leia's been about that. I know. Anyway. It's Emsolation Extra. Haven't subscribed to Emsolation Extra yet? Here's what you've missed out on this week. You've done for finance what I have tried to do with miscarriage and divorce and menopause and mental health. And I love that. Getting the shame out because there's so much shame in just being a woman, just like getting out of bed and putting on fucking undies on. The shame begins for the day. So the finance shame, this is a big one. This is right, how I'm ready. Right, I'm getting ready. What's in. the first question? Doing a cleansing segue right. harp. I'm ready. Victoria, I'm 58. Is it too late to invest in shares? Absolutely not. Okay. You have so much time. Right. 58. She could be 150. She could have 100 Do you know years. what's going to happen what? in 10 years? So value, like, let's not get too complicated, but yeah. money usually yeah. on average doubles every 10 years. Wait, step it back a bit. Someone says to you like this. Yeah. I want to invest in shares. Yeah. Like Stunning. shares to us, what, uh, to me, I don't even, what are we, what, what's, how? Like the stock market for me is that Wall Street movie, Wolf of Wall Street, terrifying. Oh, it's nothing like that. So it used to be like that. What, what's step one for a 58-year-old woman who says to you, I want to invest in shares, but she has no financial liter- literacy in this area. What's step okay. one? That's so friggin' sexy. I'm so excited about this. For all of that and so much more, subscribe now at msalation.supercast.com. It's Emsolation Extra. There's no denying that when the weekend rolls around, we all have obligations. Whether that's social commitments we feel we can't say no to or chores that get in the way of hitting snooze on the alarm. But what if we could have a dedicated day to filling our own cups? Starbucks at Home is calling on Aussies to self-prioritise and take a day to relax unapologetically, relish in that long winter morning at home and start the day off just the way you want to. It comes as Starbucks at Home announces two new flavours to its range, bringing you Starbucks's signature taste of high-quality cafe-style coffee that you can enjoy in the comfort of your own home. The Starbucks by Nespresso range now includes the new smooth caramel-flavoured coffee pods, giving you buttery notes of sweet caramel in a delicious light roast, and the Starbucks by Nespresso creamy vanilla-flavoured coffee pods, which offer delightful notes of sweet vanilla and biscuit for a comforting pick-me-up. Take that extra time for yourself and fill your cup with Starbucks at Home Cafe Quality Coffee. This is Emsolation. Then we uh, flew to LA very early Saturday morning and I thought I was going to die on the way to the airport because the guy who drove us there was like, I don't even, I thought the car was going to take off several times. Mm. You all seemed very calm. Were you yeah, not I didn't concerned even notice at it. how fast that man was driving? I wasn't. I, maybe I didn't have a view of the oh my God. speedometer, but I was... It I was, was like phase. five o'clock in the morning, yeah. and it was just hurtling in the yeah. dark yeah. through New York. And then we got out. We got our flight to LA, mm. and we had twenty four hours in Santa Monica. Move on. And there was a rush of excitement when we got to Santa Monica. And can I just say that I, we'd been up <laughs> since four thirty in the morning, which was the equivalent of in. Californian time, it was like we'd been up since 1.30 in the morning. 
And then we're all in the rush and all of a sudden I'm getting it like M sending me texts about what's his name's <laughs> Who's that actor? Darren Chris. Darren Chris's bar, and Adrian's looking up all these gay bars, and I'm like, okay, you two, let's talk again at 9 30 p.m. See where you are. Oh, I was a wreck. We didn't even make it till sundown. I was a wreck. Both of them were. You went down first, and then Adrian was soon. <laughs> Do you remember what I said to you? I just said to you, I can't go on. I have to yeah. go to my bedroom and I have to create a safety cocoon. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you were at a low. I, yeah, that was, but you were missing your family. I, I had a real homesick wobble when we were at the airport and like I, I I will say to you if someone had have come to me and said here we have a one-way ticket back to Melbourne now would you like to go I, I, I may have got on I'm glad I didn't I'm so glad I didn't mm. Santa Monica was okay not my favorite but now we are in Palm Springs mm. and it is 46 degrees yeah, not even an exaggeration. Oy vey. I know. You know when you say, oh, she's so young, she's 12, and that's the degree, that's the age you pick, yeah, whether they're yeah, like 12 or yeah, 35. Yeah. 45 is always my go-to. Oh, it's so hot. It's 45 degrees. Yeah, it, yeah. It fucking is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's going to be 48 tomorrow. 48. That's basically 50 degrees. <laughs> Don't things just spontaneously start catching fire at that point? Yeah. I don't know. I, we tried to shop. I bought a caftan finally. We tried to shop. I think we, some might say we succeeded. We both spent a lot of money. Let's not put dollar figures on no, things. No, let's not. Because I'm, I'm, I'm already having... I'd hate to see what success looks like for you if, you if this was just an attempt. Well, I only managed a caftan, a headband, a bracelet. A full bathing suit. A, a three-piece bathing suit. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> Perfume? Perfume, mm. but I needed my Palm Springs perfume. So every city I go to, I buy a perfume so that when I'm home and I spray it, it reminds me of that particular portion of my holiday. Mm. So that was the Palm Springs fragrance mm. purchase. Santa Monica didn't get its own fragrance. You wouldn't read about it, but I bought the most out of anyone. You did? Yeah. I have deliberately bought a spare empty suitcase expecting to leave Palm Springs completely desolate, just empty, all the boutiques, just hanging strewn, exhausted sales assistants, like, oh, my God, she nearly ended us. And I've really just walked out with a few swishy-swashy knicky-knacks. Yeah. But to be fair, it was it, it was a huge uptick for you from your experience in oh, New York. New York was so everywhere. I mean, when I'm walking around and sales assistants are looking at me like I'm a fucking fashion ma- maven girly, yeah. everywhere I go, where did you, you get are, that from? Though. I don't know. I guess, just guess I assume Australia is a bit of a country town and if we go somewhere like big and overseas, I'm just going to look like, I don't know. I forget that we've forged our own little independent fashion kind of bubble mm. over there. But I'm a maximalist and everyone here dresses like a Kardashian. So it's yes. like a fucking peacock walking through. The influence of the Kardashians yeah. and also to a certain extent succession is, oh, yeah. is, is... quite luxury. And I just want to wear sweats. Yeah. I so hate all quite these luxury. muted tones. Fuck and, off. And so I'm Gucci in my forehead. If I've spent $800 on a belt, mm. why would I hide that? Exactly. Like, fuck off, you wanker. Mm, mm, totally. Well, but here it's intense patterns and colours. So, M... Oh, Michael, the air conditioning has to go back on in a sec. Really? Okay, all right. She's having... We've turned it off for the benefit of the sound quality. I'm sorry, sorry listeners. You're about to get a wind tunnel on because I'm having a personal summer. I'm schwitzing. Wait, it's really loud too. Sorry, everyone. Uh, ah, they love it. They're on the road with us. They're just on the road... Anyway, M supported me in the purchase. I've realised that really what she does is... Oh, I'm, a fab- I'm a fabulous enabler. You are. But also you... I think you... And you're right. I dress generally in your eyes perhaps a bit too straight, a bit too similar to Scott. 
You and Scott are in several yes. of the same shirts. And so M not like, always me. pushes me towards the gay. Correct. Like, honestly, if I came out in, like, a harness and hot pants, you'd be oh, like, I love heaven. it. Heaven, I love I it. Love, yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> I can predict... If I'm holding some shorts thinking, are these just two shorts? Then we'll be like, no. No, I love it. Or if I've got like a mesh top. Go smaller. Oh, no, to be fair, we did decide against a mesh shirt because we felt it wouldn't get worn in Melbourne. Adrian was going to buy a mesh shirt, which we loved. But I said, great for Palm Springs, Adrian, but are we going to have our nipples out in Melbourne? Because mm. I feel like Palm Springs, Adrian and Michael are different to Melbourne, Adrian true, and Michael. True, true. But I did love it. But if you wanted to, you bought a linen rainbow palm I did. tree. <laughs> I love it. I know, if you came out in a harness, I'd be wrapped. Adrian bought some little tight hot pants. He did. They're really fucking breathe. They're bathers, but you could wear them as hot pants. Wow. He could. And they're reversible. I talked him into it. This is me, my logic. I go, it's two for one, Adrian. <laughs> He goes, you're right. I go, look, two for one. It was, he could turn him the other way. He was so excited. He goes, yeah, I'm getting two pairs of bathers. I said, you are. Yeah. Get him, buy him. Yeah. But I was also like, in this shop, I just wanted everything to match. It was so hard to get the three-piece suit I had to fight for. I wanted, mm. I wanted everything for the whole look. But, no, we did that. And I have found a designer outlet mall um, that's half an hour away. So. Oh, we yeah. can all look forward to no, you can just drop me there. It's fine. You don't but have how to. How are you going to get home? You'll come back and pick me up. <laughs> so and I'm, your conversion. It's half into, an hour away. So that's two hours in the car for me. And your conversion to my father is nearly complete. Can't <laughs> <laughs> you Uber there? You can probably Uber there. I don't want to Uber by myself in 45 oh, degree heat. Okay, what if the car right. breaks down? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm like. What a way to go. It's fine. She was trying to get to the. I was having my computer over there. It's got an amazing. So that's that. And that's our catch up, I think. I have, I know, and just like that, the finale has happened. We haven't watched the episode yet, but I have watched Samantha's bit Mm, mm. approximately 15 times. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was really happy with it. Yeah. I thought it was perfectly played by her. I will not hear of any of the criticism saying that it was wooden or whatever. Mm. I just, it was so familiar and amazing and lovely to see her there. And she got a million dollars for 30 seconds of television time. <laughs> a million US. I think it was more like 90 seconds. And the cover of Vogue, where she looks incredible. Yeah. So the winner here is Kim Cattrall. Yeah. That's all I have to say. And apparently Carrie finally had sex with Aiden. With a bra or No off. bra. So all of the seasons for all of time, Carrie always wore a bra in bed. That's and, right. And for so long I was like, that's how you know a gay man has written this show. No, Women do does. not sleep in bras. No, Sarah Jessica Parker specified it. Women don't sleep in bras. No, I know, but all the other women didn't do it. She said at the start of the show, this is folklore, they were coming to her about sex in the city yeah. and she goes, look, I've got reservations and one of the reservations is I don't do nudity. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to... And so they said, we really want you in this role. We'll work around. So all the other women did it and Sarah Jessica Parker didn't. I mean, we've had full frontal vision from Cynthia this year. We have, yeah. But also... I respect it. This is a time when we can appropriately use the word boundaries. Her <laughs> boundaries. And also, she was the right person for that role. It didn't and and now clearly it's given us a little payoff. I mean, that's a wrong way to that's a I'm just regretting that. No, I just now. felt like when I saw it, I was like, I exhaled. I was like, good for her. Good for her. How comfortable. Carrie's finally comfortable. Yeah. But obviously metaphorical because it's the last barrier between her and Aiden. That's right. So amazing. And a little sign that he was always the one, not Mr. Big. Because she Big. always wore a bra with yeah, him. Yeah, she was keeping a filter between her and him. We think we haven't watched it and probably won't. All right, well, that's it. Coming to you live from Palm Springs. 
the next time you get a Thursday <gasps> episode. Oh, that makes me sad. Oh, no, it makes me happy that we, by next time we will have had Gaga and Beyonce. Oh, there's I mean, so I much to catch breathe. up on for people. We're going to have to probably put out... But we'll like, be home. No, we'll probably... We'll prob- I think we should record on Saturday our feelings. Since we are now just using our phones... I feel like we should capture ourselves before Gaga, after Gaga. Before, you know, we can do that stuff because we're just yeah. using our fucking phones. Yeah. And then also newsreader. Hello. Yes. Someone's, he was just Show. checking his brain that he was allowed to talk about it then. No. I watched, him, <laughs> I watched him go, what? Oh, yeah. No, I thought you were meaning that it was, I had a little panic because I thought you were meaning it's like, and the next time we do a Thursday episode. No, no, no. Like, oh, no, no. The no, one it's, after. it's soon. Yes, it's soon. It's coming it's up. Soon. Ep yes. 1, season 2, the there's premiere. A, there's a premiere. I can't wait. Can't wait. Adrian and I are already torturing Michael over several things. We can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, it, for me, this premiere is the ultimate collision of, talk about worlds colliding, you've got no idea. Oh, it's brilliant. Uh, not since my wedding. But at least at the wedding, there are all of the Chiarellas there too and it was just like this big Oh, suit. no, it's your wedding, but then throw in all your professional people are going to be there too. Exactly. It's, it's like your mum and I are going to be loose in a room together. Yeah. With gin. Oh, totally. <laughs> anyway. Can't I love it. Wait. Can't wait. All right, well, let's. Uh, we're off to the Ace tonight. Michael's wearing a little outfit he purchased today, so. I am. I am. I'll Short shorts, of course. Woo! Is it mesh? Is it see-through the top? No. It's that floral sort of thing. Oh, yeah. It's appropriately loud, though. Good. Yeah. I'm going to wear that sequin thing It is M-sanctioned. Oh. Have yeah. I got with the feathers? This one, the blue yeah. one? Yeah. I think so. Very nice. All, All right. right. You, no doubt you'll, it'll be extensively captured. How dare you? <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Like what you heard and want more? Emsolation is a totally independent neurodivergent female-led podcast, which you can help support by subscribing to Emsolation Extra. Get exclusive bonus episodes every Tuesday. Question time with Em and Michael, pre-show meetings, videos of the podcast recording, pre-sale access to live events and discount merch, a weekly newsletter and so much more. Help us by subscribing now or gift a subscription to someone you love at emsolation.supercast.com or get the link via Emsolation Socials. Emsolation with M. Rossiano is recorded at Down the Hill Studios, hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael. Michael Lucas, executive produced by Benjamin Wosley, produced by M. Rossiano, edited by Ezekiel Fenn, socials by M. Rossiano, Benjamin Wosley and Marcella Rossiano-Barrow, with assistance from Jem Evans and Georgia Watts, with videos by James Henderson. Follow us on Instagram at Emsolation Podcast and join other Emsolators at the Emsolation Group on Facebook. The answer is Harry Styles. Please take the time to share this podcast with a friend. Give us a five-star rating and make sure you're following us on whatever podcast app you use by hitting the follow button. Thanks for listening and we can't wait to chat with you again soon.